Hey everyone, Steve Kim here. Welcome to the Be Great, Be Kind, Steve Kim Experience Podcast, episode number eight. I am so excited to get the famous, the <laughs> world-renowned George Thomas, one of the best coaches that I that I know. Um, you know, even outside of being a, York, a, a former York Region District School Board teacher coach, the man, the myth, the legend. George is just the—he's a straight shooter, the real deal. And the one thing that I was immediately attracted to George and his way of doing things was his relentless commitment to developing skill and character in every single kid that you come across. Not not only just your teams, but like even our teams that we would bring over to to your school. So, George, thank you so much for taking time out of your crazy busy schedule, (laughs) crazy, crazy busy schedule to kind of sit here, speak your truth and just share with us. Uh, just kind of who you are and and where how you came to be sure. more than anything. Well, I actually feel like I shouldn't actually say anything. I should just leave because I can't live up any of that. So interviews always been great. Yeah, yeah. See you guys, <laughs> George. Honestly, like you know, it's been years uh, that we actually were like kind of formally introduced. Yeah. But I knew about you though because you used to organize the teacher right, uh, staff volleyball, staff volleyball yeah. for years and years and years. I'm like, who's this George Thomas guy? <laughs> and then I remember talking to. Um, a coach out in the east and he was like oh you don't know you don't know him he's like he's like the basketball dominant coach <laughs> and i'm like yeah whatever you know talk is cheap right, right. until we came we brought our, our team to your school that's right yeah, and you yeah. crushed us multiple <laughs> well, <laughs> multiple multiple times uh but thank you again for just being here um you're, i know you're a huge basketball fan yeah and, absolutely. and, and stuff like that so before we kind of get into the nitty and gritty what did you think about last night's game yeah it was uh you know i mean i i think you know, you have that Toronto kind of piece where you have that doubt in your head and you're thinking, oh, God, are we going to do this? Are we going to blow it again? Um, <laughs> but, I mean, I had faith in them. I thought, you know, they, they dominated this team. They dominated Golden State along the way. You, yeah. know, you look at game five and it's like, you know, Golden State shoots 48%. We shoot 25 from three, whatever. And, yeah. and we lose by one. And it's yeah, like, yeah. okay, like, we have this, right? And I, I thought going into Golden State's probably their best bet to win it because the pressure was off. I think there was so much, I think not pressure, but I think they wanted to win it so badly in Toronto. You could see the tightness in the shots, the decision-making sometimes. Yeah. And, you know, maybe being away from home. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, it's a great story. Hey, man, you shut down the building, right? Yeah. You, t- you shut down the dynasty, you shut down the building, you shut down Oakland. It's like, all right, we're out. Like, go. Now, does it mean any less? And there's so much, like, cr- like crap out there of, like, you know, this really isn't an NBA title because, you know, two of, like, they're arguably right. their best players out right. in KD. Right. And then, you know, potentially their second best player in Clay right. is out like, right. when it really matters. Like, what... How do you respond to that that crap? Yeah, I guess it's one of those things where you'd really you'd hope they'd be there because you know there's there's gonna be people are gonna put this asterisk, but I think that that lasts until the next championship. Like, do you uh, know what I mean? So yeah, next like year, yeah, yeah, down the road, it's not like like they're gonna list the champions and yeah. it's gonna say Toronto Raptors 2019. It's not gonna say Toronto 2019. Oh, and by the way, they were missing Kevin Durant <laughs> and Thompson got injured. In games. You know what I mean? It's not. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We have no idea looking back yeah. who was around at different championships. You got right? it. You got it. And you know, when I look at Golden State, I'm like, hey, listen, you have five All Stars. Yeah, yeah. You lost two. Yeah. Right. Well, you really like. You lost one. He yeah. wasn't there anyways. And and you didn't... Okay, Thompson was in and out. But you still had three more. Yeah. You, you know, like, you can't really complain about that. Yeah. Right? So, uh, you still have more than most teams out there. And, um, yeah, I mean, it, you know, you're always going to get those people making the comments. But for the Toronto Raptors, it's like, hey, Larry O'Brien's in our building. So. <laughs> That's why calls it the Larry OB trophy. The Larry OB trophy. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. So... How smart does Masai look after the trade for Leonard? Like, oh, I mean, like, he, he looks like an absolute genius. I suspect that there's going to be, the, you know, probably 24 teams throwing the farm at him to get him. Right? Do you think like, he stays? 
I think he stays. You do? Yeah. I think I think I think one of the things that just from what I you know, kind of hear around is like Masai really does love Toronto. He loves the multicultural piece of Toronto, yeah, which yeah. is so big for he's him. He's verbalized that. Yeah, and he's it's so big for him. And you know, some people speculate about Washington because you know he really wants to keep growing, um, you know, Giants of Africa and stuff like that. And being in Washington, apparently his wife's from there, and you know, connections with politicians, blah blah blah. But okay. that that's uh, that's ridiculous. You don't have to be in proximity to have help from people and stuff, right? So uh, I mean, the globe shrunk. It's not it's not like it was before. And I think. I think he really enjoys my and I, I, listen, I think Masai's a guy, it's like, yeah, he built this and he's gonna look at the challenge and go, let's do it again. Like yeah. let's let's repeat, right? Yeah, yeah. Can I get Kawhi back? And yeah. if he does, like I the guy that's why I, I don't understand like why people think, oh, Washington's gonna take him. Why would you go there? It's a disaster. Like <laughs> and MLSC is a fantastic organization. Like they really are. Like I can just say just from my short time working with them, yeah. Like they really treat their employees awesome. So I can, and not like I'm just me. So I can't imagine how they treat Masai. You know what I'm saying, right? Like, and, so, and so that's important because we're going to talk about that because uh, George, for the, you know maybe the one or two people on social media who don't know, uh, <laughs> George is actually, you're a recent Raptor Community Youth Development Coach. Yeah. Uh, we'll talk about that as we yeah. kind of get into yeah. it, but uh, it's it's kind of fitting that you're here. Yeah. Right? Yeah, and cool. the thing is, like, I didn't really think about it until I sent the text last night yeah. because, you know, it was even before the game. I was right, like, hey, right. you know, can you, can you swim by tomorrow after school? Uh, kind of speak your truth and stuff, and you're like, yeah, yeah, 100, yeah. no problem, which is uh, which is amazing. Yeah, um, unsung hero of the fourth quarter, <laughs> our boy Freddie Van yeah, Lee, man, Freddie. like insane, you know, you know insane. What? Yeah, he's been, but, but if you look back, like look at the other previous games when the shot clock's coming ticking down, yeah. like Freddie V's just jacking and he's hitting it every yeah. time. Yeah, crazy. Like yeah, just it's almost like it's almost like for him. And we've seen him when he's, you know, at the end of games where he's been, like, kind of spot up, wide open catch and blown it. Yeah. And it's almost like when he's shooting those those shots under the gun of, like, the clock, it's like now he's just shooting. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? And we, we know from basketball, being basketball coaches, like, you just got to shoot, right? And and not and we think about it. It's like golf, right? Everybody golfs, right? If you think about your swing, you're going to yeah. mess it up. Yeah, You yeah, just yeah. got to just do it. And I think that's what made him successful in those moments. His motto, like, bet on yourself, right? Yeah. Like, you've you've had I don't know thousands of kids come through your program just right. as an elementary school teacher right. not even like your your rep program and your camps yeah, yeah. And, and we'll talk about that how do you get a little kid right right for the first time picking up a basketball it's like hey Mr. Thomas Coach Thomas like help me right help me develop because you and I both know it especially with regards to the kids that we teach yeah the mental game is huge huge at times probably more powerful than the skills that we teach yeah. them yeah. So how do you get, like, someone little to understand that? Yeah. Like, bet on yourself. Like, talking to, like, you know, it, it, what, what, in grade four? Yeah. Grade three? Like, yeah. what, like, eight years old? Eight years old, Like, yeah. getting that model, like, bet on yourself, right. trust in yourself, believe in yourself. Right. How? Like, yeah, I think uh, I think it's one of those things where, um, you know, I mean, our coaches had, teachers had that we put on. It's one of those things where you, you've got to give them situations that where they're challenged. Yeah. But they can get a little bit of easy uh, success. Like, I... I you model it like how apps work, right? Like free apps work. So free apps will like give you like you're successful yeah, at the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you can pass level one. Like I'm on Candy Crush, killing up to level ten, yeah. and all of a sudden level eleven. I'm like, what the heck? Why is it so hard all of a sudden? But like, but now my confidence is so high that I've crushed those first ten levels, and yeah. I'm like, yeah, I can do this. So I, I think lo- it's like, I love that. I yeah. love that. By the way, that's <laughs> right, so but, tight. Yeah, but that's how they hook you too, right? But but I mean, but I think that that's that's what you got to do. And now all of a sudden the kid gets the belief like, okay, I can do stuff. So now yeah. then you keep ramping up that challenge, right? Yeah. And I think we both know, we've seen it, like it really does take a special person. And I always think it's amazing when I'm watching these kids at elementary school, you know, juniors, I mean, they're in grade six, yeah. what, 12 years old. Grade four, five, six. Grade four, yeah, and, and all of a sudden here's a 12 year old or an intermediate 13, 14 years old and they got to put their team on the back and they got to make a decision yeah. and they got to live with it. Yeah. Right or wrong, yeah. right? That's tough, but it's a, what a great opportunity for that kid. 
You know what I mean? Because that's the time to, and if it blows it, okay, so what? You're 12 years old. You got another chance down the road, right? You, you would know this more than anyone that I actually know in mm -hmm. terms of coaching is that, you know, apart from the classroom, they, they always say like, you know, you know, people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. Right. Like right. that is so prevalent, yeah. relevant on the courts. Yes. How do you do that though? Like how do you, like like you talk about yeah. like game winning, like put the whole game on my shoulders. Yeah. You as the coach, you've been developing these kids for years right. to release that and be like, take it. Right. Take it. Like how do you get them to actually like execute on that? You know, I think it's uh, it's funny you say that though, because I think also you, you got to find that right kid. Like yeah. I, I've, I've, I have some kids and I have some ones that are playing right now and they're fantastic. They're amazing. I just know that they don't have that personality okay. that they can take that ball at the end of the game. How do you know? How do you know when that kid's got it? Because uh, I've, I've put them there a few times and okay. it didn't work out. Okay. <laughs> like, literally, and I've seen a little bit. Of, okay. it's, not that, it's not that they didn't make the play, sure. but I could see the emotion and I could see the tension. Yeah. And it doesn't mean that they won't ever get there, but right now, that's not that's not the spot, okay. right? Okay. Um, but it's also the conversation. It's like, listen, like look at, I always use the pros example, right? Yeah. Um, you know, the best players, yeah, they, they make big plays, but they also make mistakes. Yeah, and, yeah. and that's part of it. Like, if you want to be that person, then you got to say, okay, I'm willing to take, like we use a basketball example, I'm willing to have the ball and get the last shot and I'm cool whether I hit it or not. Like yeah. I'm good. I understand that I'm not going to hit every shot and I got to be okay with that, right? But I'm going to try to make the play. I, I, quarterbacks and, and, and pitchers in baseball, I use my example. Because okay. the great ones, you know, they throw a fastball down the middle, boom, right? Cranked out of the park. Yeah. Guys rep, you know, next batter up, fastball right back down the Does middle. Does it again. Doesn't yeah. phase him, yeah, right? Yeah. Same thing with quarterbacks, yeah. right? Tom Brady throws a pick six. He yeah. comes right back down. He's right back chucking it. Like, do you know what I mean? It doesn't phase yeah. him, right? Yeah, yeah. So I try to get the kids to see, like, like, look, like, yeah, even they make mistakes. But it, the difference between them and everybody else is it doesn't phase them, right? Okay. They just move on and, and make the next play. So, yeah. That's huge. And I think you allow them the opportunity to essentially fail. Yeah. Right, yeah, and and, and I, like you know, I love teaching, yeah. so I can kind of say whatever I want to yeah. say now. Yeah, but we don't do that. Yeah, like as a, as oh, a classroom teacher. Oh, yeah, like drives me nuts. Right, right. Like <laughs> yeah. no, yeah. I'm sorry. You know what? Uh, you you've done the bare minimum, yeah. but I gotta I gotta move you on. Yeah, and that's the sad reality it of the is. system, right? Yeah. But then parents come in and they just end up. I, I wouldn't say everyone. I'm not general. Like you know, I'm not general generalizing this, but like. A lot of parents now they focus in on as the educator, coach. What right. are you doing? What are you doing? Right. right. My kid's failing, but what are you doing? <laughs> right. right? And the thing is, is like I don't <laughs> think a lot of people understand this, which is crazy. Is that you don't get paid a cent, right, to run any of your sports programs None. at school? Yeah. This right. is all on your own. It's time. all voluntarily. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's, yeah. Like, have you actually tracked how many hours you 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 spend? outside of teaching in a school year. I did it, actually. Yeah, I, I did, did it one yeah, year. It was the year, year that yeah. we were uh, work to rule, close yeah. to work to rule. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what, interesting? I'm like, I'm curious to see how many hours I actually put in. Yeah. And it was like 920 yeah. hours yeah. for the year. Oh, yeah, it's nuts. It's insane. Yeah, like, same thing when I put it between my school and my rep teams, and I was like... Man, like the hours I've spent in gyms, like you know, I'm, I'm, you know, I mean, at Ashton with our girls team, we practice like almost every day, recesses and stuff, and then you throw in, you know, three, you know, two to three practices a week with the rep teams, and that's like four hours a night, and then you get, you know, the games, tournaments on weekends, um, yeah, like it, it, it's a lot, man. yeah, it's a lot. That's why when the season's over, I'm like, what do I do with myself? And then it's like my wife's like, well, there's a bunch of stuff that he's uh, prepared. You got so. three kids at home. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. How about you? Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, you know, like, how about you paint the wall you said you're gonna paint for six years? Like, you know, how do you cut a kid? How do you oh, cut it? Like, yeah, I ask you this question because yeah. you understand it. Yeah. How do you cut a kid? Yeah, it's it's in a, in a public system. 
So in well, a public system. Yeah, you know what? Actually, I I, I gotta say I gotta. Uh, I'm pretty lucky in that way that because our school is so small. I mean, you were from a small school yeah. too, but I don't know. But we we, we beg to have kids. Well, that's the thing. We take whoever <laughs> comes. Like basically whoever shows up. Have like, you ever cut a kid? Uh, well, I've had to on my rep teams. Okay. You know, um, for my school teams, I never. I, I, it's funny in all the years I've been teaching, I never actually had to. You know, we used, we used to get like a lot of kids for juniors. I remember when you had junior girls had like twenty something girls come out, and and. <laughs> In a time of, yeah. <laughs> for those who don't understand, to have 20 is such a small number. Yeah. Especially these other schools who get like 80, yeah. 100 yeah. kids. Yeah. So, well, yeah. yeah. And like, I mean, we've had our intermediate teams <laughs> the last like four years have been half of them juniors because we didn't even have enough intermediates. Like yeah. this year, we had three grade eights. That's insane. That was it. Yeah. You know, I had like my bench was all my grade fives and grade sixes, yeah. which was fantastic. Yeah. Because then they were amazing in junior, but it's like, you know, like I got you nobody do. else. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, I mean, that was the only year I had really like extraordinary numbers, but I took all the girls anyways, just okay. cause I was thinking, you know what? It's really tough sometimes to get girls in a sport, but I've seen if I cut them and they were mostly like grade fours and grade fives. And yeah. if I cut them, I'm going to lose them for good. And there might be that diamond in the rough that, yeah. you know, just hasn't been untapped yet. So we just worked around it, but it worked. When you cut, when you cut a rep player though, this yeah. is the paying player. Yeah. That's what sets you apart from a lot of other rep programs that right. I know in right. which they just take everyone. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's a business. I get oh, yeah, it. I yeah. understand it. Yeah. But your heart is into it. Yeah. Right? Like, because you, like, you could take that money. Oh, 100%. 100%, right? Yeah. But you choose not to do that. Yeah. No, we don't make any money on our rep teams. Um, our coaches all volunteer, including myself. I love um, that. You know, even we have, you know, people, parents step up and help with the admin stuff. Yeah. Um, really lucky, uh, you know, got connected with a great family, the Vale family this year. And, he, and so Peter was coaching our other U14 girls team. And, and uh, his wife Tracy jumped in, helped a lot of men stuff. But that's just you know, I, I volunteer. Like, yeah, and you know crazy. what? I, I think that's part of it too. Like I've, I, you know, I've had kids come out. I remember like last year I had a boy come out for our team, big kid, you know. And I was like, this kid's gonna help our team, yeah. you know. And by the time I got home, like the father had called me, emailed me, and texted me asking if the kid had made the, the team. And I was like, you know what? You're already paying the butt, so yeah. no, he's out. <laughs> you know, but but seriously, but like really, eh? yeah, like I'm like I I don't care about the talent. Like I I want the total package and. We try to run our, 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 you know, our clubs like like a family piece and like all the teams, you know, know each other. The kids all know each other, the parents, even from the different age groups, different <laughs> genders. Uh, I mean, we don't have that many teams, but, yeah. um, you know, we, we're expanding a few more next year. But we like to keep that kind of close-knit family feel. And and for me, that's why it's important to have good parents that are there and, and they're there for the, diff- the right reasons. They understand that, yeah, there are some parents that there's an opportunity. Maybe their kid will get a scholarship or whatever. That's great. We're going to help foster that as best we can if it gets to a point where... You know they need to go somewhere else because it's going to be better for them. But yeah, we'll we'll help them find a good fit. We'll send them on away. I'm not going to try to keep a kid just because we need to win a first thing. But on the flip That's side, you know, so there's majority of the kids are not going to get there. Yeah. So what are we what are we here for? What are yeah. we here to get them? Are we here to stroke my own ego to yeah. win a championship? Are we here to try to get those kids to learn some learning skills out of it? Yeah. To learn failure? To yeah. learn to be the person that take the ball at the end of the game and have to make that play yeah. and live with whatever happens? <laughs> yeah, right? yeah. Um, you know, so stuff like that, I think, uh, and I've been lucky that I have a lot of parents um, that that have that same mindset. You know, that love you. Like, are fanatical about you. I don't know if they pro- love me. They might love the idea of what I do, but I don't know if they love me. The <laughs> no, they do. He's being way too humble. No, They're so <laughs> devoted. Like, even your school's team, like, school teams, yeah. like, when we come and we bring our teams over to you and, like... Right. They're so devoted to you. Like while you're coaching, yeah. I'm up there with like Levy, like, and we're listening to the parents. Right, right. Be like, he's so dedicated. Right. Like, just 
relentless. Like well, you are, you're the parent. Like, yeah, well, yeah, and like, I mean, I think, yeah, well, you know, some of the kids, I some I, of the, you are. I, I see them right I'm yeah. the, during the day, school team, and then rep team at night and weekends. Like I probably see them more than their parents do, right? Yeah, and yeah. Uh, you know, it's probably true to some extent. But I think also it's you know, um, you know. Kids aren't stupid, and parents aren't either. But yeah. kids, particularly, can can see. We know, like you know, you know, as a teacher, if you stand up there and you're thinking, "Oh my god, I have no idea what I'm talking about," and, <laughs> and they know, you know, you don't know what you're talking about, right? So the kids know. So, but I think, and they they know if you genuinely care, like you know what I mean. And and there's like, listen, I love to win. I'm highly competitive. Uh, you know, as much as the next guy, but sometimes things come and you go realize that there's other things that are more important in life that you got to deal with, and, and we're willing to take the loss for sure. that, right? Yeah. Um, and it's funny those are the kinds of things like we had that recently with our U12 girls this year we had uh, uh, one young lady just you know actually she comes to Ashton Meadows and and um, you know I set some expectations for her and she didn't reach those and I was like okay then you give me no choice I gotta bench you from our rep team games like you know wow. because he's also my uh, yeah. and she is our best player Yeah. and we were first place undefeated 10-0 and 0, uh, in the Ontario Basketball League Pool A top pool and we had to win one of two games oh, to win man. a championship Okay, that weekend, and we're playing the two bottom teams in the pool. So um, I'm like, I can't, I can't have you play. Like you're benched, and I said, but the expectation is you are going to come to the game and sit on the bench, you know. And I said, you bet, you better hope your teams win, your teams win, because this is going to be a tough conversation you're going to have with your teammates. And I knew there was a big chance we were not going to win without her, because she's yeah. that. Like, I mean, she's good for at. 12 years old she's putting you know 20 to 30 points a game you know so that's a lot <laughs> yeah you know um but we've got great team anyways but uh yeah we ended up losing both games one by three the other one by one and uh we didn't win the gold medal like we dropped the second place and it was uh luckily though the parents you know i know there are teams where those parents would have yelled lost it like lost why it. are you benching our best player yeah lost yeah all of my parents were like that was great. Like, that's good that you cared, and you're right. So there are things that are more important. And they were okay with it, you know? Yeah, and yeah. even the girls on the team were really supportive of her and saying, like, do you understand how much we need you? We need you to re- like to do the things that are expected. And the kids done a full 180, you know, it was a harsh thing, and it was hard for me to do. And it was hard for me to sit there and not tell her, yo, go put on the uniform. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. But realizing, you know, this is a pivotal moment, possibly, for this kid and really learn something. And, and so far, so good. So She'll always remember that. And yeah. she may not have thanked you for it, but give her time. She'll come oh, back yeah. and be like, yeah. yeah. yeah and, you, and I had a girl like her uh, years ago, an exact same personality, exact same thing. And it was a similar situation. That's why I had the idea because we were going to a St. Augustine tournament okay. with, with my yeah, school yeah, team yeah. and uh, left her behind. And, you know, we won the championship. And, you know, she came by after school and uh, I was like, she went to sit with the team on the bench. I'm like, no, you sit, you're a spectator. You're not on this team right now. Oh, and wow. like, it killed me to say yeah, these yeah, things. Yeah. And, you know, I'm giving out the medals, and she's standing there, and I didn't give her one. And like, we're standing for the picture. I'm like, no, you're not part of the team right now. Oh, you're man. still there. And, like, and I'm watching the tears come down. This, this this girl's like 13 years old, and I'm in grade seven. I'm yeah. watching the tears come down her face, and it's killing me. Like, yeah, Steve, yeah. I'm dying inside. I know, you... but, I'm like, but I'm like, I need to do this, because yeah. if this kid's ever going to make it, yeah. it has to be this harsh lesson, right? Yeah. And, you know, I'm not saying it was, you know, just because of that moment, but that moment helped spark a difference in her. Yeah. And she's been surrounded by good people. And now she's, you know, in high school and doing amazing. Yeah. yeah. Get scholarships in the States that's for ins- ball. Like, that's insane. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and, and she's a great role model for kids now. Yeah. And, and stuff. So let me ask you, when you're, when you're developing kids, when you have kids try for your rep teams, yeah. apart from skill, Right. right. Skill's one thing, mm-hmm. but there's that one thing we all look for in a coach. Yeah. What's that one thing you look for in a kid 
who's coming in for your teams, R- regardless of yeah. the rep or just the school team, <clears throat> yeah, yeah. right? Because like you know, someone's got just a sweet stroke. Yeah. They got crazy handles. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. But if they're a jerk, yeah, that's toxic for oh, the team. Absolutely. But what's that one thing apart from physical skill or mastery that you right. look for? You know, in, I, in that, in I, a kid. I think it, there's probably a couple little things that kind of impress me. I think there's a there's a one where you know, kid comes in first time coming to the gym, first time meeting me, trying out for the team, and it's like they come up and go, "Hey, coach, how you doing? I'm so and so." You know, and introduce you and stick their hand out to shake your hand. And you're yeah. like, "Yo, like for a young it person, doesn't happen, right? No, it doesn't. Yeah, for a young person to do that, yeah. you're like, okay, this kid's got something. Yeah, you know what I mean, yeah. like, like really wrap the bat. And that's a good lesson for a lot of kids, you kids out there, right? <laughs> like, it's first impressions are massive. We yeah. always talk about that. Yeah, and, huge. And right away, you're like. Wow! Instead of the kid who's kind of quiet, and the parent comes over and yeah. introduce, and says, come here, come here, come meet the coach. Yeah, and, you know, yeah, the yeah. Kids like you know with the head down. Yeah. And like, okay, this is talk about who's going to get the ball at the end of the game. Yeah, <laughs> right, 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 I mean? right, like, right. Yeah, you look at that kid, you're like, yeah, that's a kid that you know is a gamer, right? Yeah. Um, but things like uh, you know when you when you run your tryouts and do things like I, I, I there was one there's one girl that when last year when I was doing that worked down in Barbados doing some coaching and there was a girl down there name was Zara and and we had to pick our MVP of the camp for the week it was like a unanimous decision it wasn't even we didn't have to take it to a vote it was like Zara right yeah okay because this kid was like you know someone else is dogging it and and not doing what's supposed to do and okay all the whole team's gonna run or everybody's doing push-ups and. You know, she was never that person dogging it. She yeah. was never the person not listening to instruction or whatever. But she was the first person to drop and start doing the push-ups. First person to run to the line to do the sprints. Because someone else on her team messed up. And she would never complain. She would go, come on, guys, let's go, let's go. Let's be, you know, and just cheer them all on. Yeah. And you're like, yo, that is a leader. That's yeah. a kid. You know, that's not... And like, but it's funny because... Listen, she was a great basketball player. Yeah. But how soon your attention turns away from her basketball skills to her as a leader. Yeah. And you think... That's a kid I want on my team. I don't even care how good she is. Yeah. Just that whole piece is going to raise your team to a new level. Because you right? know, you've seen it. I've seen it. The best players are sometimes the laziest. Right. Right? Yeah. Especially when the team's in trouble. Yeah. Or they're not, like, executing what they need to. Yeah. They kind of mope over to the line. Right. You know, they jog. Right. But they or they're really... having a bad day offensively. They right. want to get back on defense. Right. Like, you know, and, like, yeah. like, but everyone's watching you. We've had this discussion. You know, Levy and I have had hundreds of discussions. Be like, right. You're more than just the captain. You're more than just the leader. Right. You're like the heart of the team. Yeah. When your head's slumped, you're slumped over, you're you're skipping Everybody back. Sees that. Everyone's watching you. That's right. You gotta understand that. That's right. Talk a little bit about Bar- Bar- Barbados. Like what are you doing down there? Oh Share yeah. So, people, like, so last summer, uh, a good friend of mine, uh, Josh Cardozo, who I work with uh, at the at the Raptors, and actually he's a teacher in Rivergreen as well. So yeah. uh, he had uh, hooked up this thing with uh, a group out of Barbados. Um, uh, guy, guy runs a great program out there, Next Generation Basketball, and uh, just brought a bunch of us coaches down uh, to do some stuff at the camp and then to work with some of these junior national players for the Barbadian team. Yeah. And uh, it was a great experience. It was just fun. It was it was awesome because we're there. We're in outdoor courts. Yeah, it's I, hot. I saw, I saw all those pictures. Yeah, and then it's like monsoon rain. And it's like, <laughs> yo. And these kids are like, yo, we'll keep playing. Like, it's yeah. fine, right? Yeah, like, it's yeah. all good. And, uh, you know, so that was really cool, right? Just seeing that bit of different piece. And, you know, we're going to the school there and playing in the gym. The gym's outside. Yeah, and, like, the classrooms are all around it, right? Yeah. So that was really cool. But just being able to get around the different kids. So we were there just kind of helping out and just to try to give a different vibe and, you know, bring some excitement <laughs> to the kids about basketball and say, hey, look, it's an international game. Like, yeah. you got people from all over that came to, to Barbados to... To help you run some camps and stuff, right? Are you going back this summer? Uh, okay. I don't know, actually. Are, am I, Josh? I don't know. So. <laughs> let, me, let me ask your wife. Let me yeah, ask your yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. that. I don't know, yeah. So. Talk to us a little bit about some of your highlights as a coach yeah. and some of the kind of low points as a sure, coach, sure. If, you, if, if you don't mind sharing. Yeah, I think... Um, 
Well, highlights. Um, anytime I beat Charlton was great. But John, but no, I'm just <laughs> so no. I think I think uh, <laughs> um, highlight. I this year. I, mean, I was just gonna say this year. Like, yeah, I, I don't I, actually. Do you know if there has been any other? Uh, been one other team. Who? So who? it was Unionville Public School. So so we won we won the intermediate girls uh, basketball regional basketball regional. championship and then the junior regional in basketball the same year same year. So there's only been one other school ever in the history of York Region to do that, and that was Unionville Public School. Uh, they did it, you know, maybe 12 to 13, 14 years ago or something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that was the only other team that's ever done it. So um, it was it was a big deal. Like we'd always, you know, we talked about you know getting back and, and getting back to that regional win. Uh, you know, obviously losing you guys in the finals, but we're like, hey, we're in good shape. That's yeah, yeah. what we want to get back there. I mean, we've had some good runs. You can't win them all. Um, you know, but the intermediate girls were focused. Like they're like, we're not losing that again. We're winning this, and you know, especially the grade eights, right? Yeah. And uh, and then it became this thing like, hey, like I think we can win both, you know, like and that was our focus. And it was really interesting too because I think for me also the highlight of the coach as a coach was not just the winning, it was what led up to it. Like these girls, oh, you know, yeah. if you follow me on social media, they were doing battle ropes, they were doing push ups, they're doing wind sprints, they're running stairs, they're like like they are pushing themselves from September. Right? And and the whole focus was that, and then it was like they dragged in the junior girls, and it's just this group of girls that are just working together and the camaraderie and the chemistry, and to see them and even during the season, like we're playing games and we are not even concerned about winning, you know, our tournament or whatever school tournament or any of that stuff. Like everything was, okay, let's put this in action and yeah. see how it works. Got it. Right. And then let's flip to this. And then we practice flipping our, you know, our defense, our offense, like really quickly. Yeah. And it was like, can we, can we transition between that stuff? Yeah. And the whole goal was to win regionals. And that was it. And, um, and, and just seeing the professional professionalism in them. So for me as a coach, that was like the highlight. Just seeing that whole package come together was was awesome. Because then and it was great. And it was just like, I mean, you know, I've had some great success with the rep teams and stuff like that. Like my boys won a gold in their division this year, et cetera. But for me, it, again, it wasn't just championships. It was that whole, just seeing how all that came together. Yeah. And then just watching like, you know, especially the intermediates and just watching them roll over people. And it wasn't because, and I don't mean that, you know, like, a, you know, putting the other teams down, but just watching, like, because they had worked so hard and had prepared themselves. And you talk about, again, a good life lesson. Yeah. Right? Like, you won the battle. Yeah. Or you won the war before you even fought a battle. Yeah. You know what I mean? All that put into place, right? Huge. And, and, and this bothered me, you know, like, when you would see a good team, a great team, right. put in so much work. And I watched those videos of, like, these girls. Right. Like training, yeah. like professional athletes, right. and I was like, I'm so happy I'm not coaching this year. <laughs> I'm so happy, but I'm like, you should be rewarded for that. Right. Not 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 only you, but the but the girls. Yeah, your team should be rewarded to right. be to walk into a gym, be like, we've put in so many additional hours of yeah. hard work that if we come and we win forty to two, yeah. you win forty to two. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Because you know what, the people who you know only put up two points. Yeah, if that's my kid's team. Yeah. I'm not going to be like, hey, that guy or that girl should be putting in their their bench players. Right. No, no, it's a life lesson. Yeah. Sweetie, you only got two points. <laughs> right. What's the work that you did to get up to this right. point? Right. Watch what they did, and that's why they were rewarded. Yeah, I think that's one of the, and that's kind of one of the frustrating parts for me a little bit is like I think some people see you know our team because you got a reputation to be like. An amazing coach. Everyone knows that. Right, right. Like to go up against you guys, right. it's a feat. Right. Like, and I think, but again, it's it's that old it's that old you know saying. It's like you know, you see the iceberg and, and you don't see you see the top. Bingo. You see all that's the what it the is. Bottom. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, but it's like acknowledge that like 
And, and really, and it's funny because that was my conversation. I was like, "Listen, it's not like we rolled over everybody. Juilliard gave us a really big run yeah. with the McCormick sisters and stuff, and and uh, King City in the finals. You know, we we had stomped them kind of early on, but they yeah. they got better as the tournament went on, and yeah. they found their way back into the finals, and yeah. and they gave us you know a bit of a run. But you know, my whole conversation to the girls wasn't like, "Hey, we're drawing up this play, we're doing this." It was like during the timeouts, like, "Hey, take a breather and remember all the work you did. Remember all those push-ups. Remember all the sprints. Remember all the battle ropes. Remember all that stuff. You worked harder than they did. Yeah. You deserve this. Oh, yeah. So your hard work is going to pay off. So you worked harder. Work harder now. Okay. Right? Work hard on the court. And and it, yeah. And then it's like you know, diving the loose balls, getting there because those are the difference makers. Huge. Right? And so you know, it was great because it set up this this the conversation for me where. Again, it's just like I trust you have the basketball IQ. You guys are good, and I think when they when the, the teams here, like the coach trusts you. And I'm not even ta- I'm not even talking about a play. I'm not going to talk about it because yeah. I know you know what to do. Yes, right. And just think about all the hard work you did. And it was so it was really interesting. A different conversation in the timeouts. I, you know, my wife's been saying for years I got to stop kicking chairs and throwing clipboards. So so I took this different <laughs> Zen approach this year, and it seemed to really work. Like it was good. Although with the boys, it did. The boys just still got to like I know they got to kick them in the butt a little. I bit. know there was one defining moment. This is, I've, yeah. I've been, I watch like I'm good at watching people. Yeah. But the moment George Thomas drops his clipboard, <laughs> game over. Game over. It's so quintessential. It's that clipboard. I'm like, yeah. Know, all we yeah. need to do, girls, is make sure that he drops <laughs> yes, his right. clipboard, and then you're good, right? That's like right. it's That's so right. so true though. Yeah. But it's yeah. it's such a it's such a balance though, right? Yeah. Such a balance, like yeah. as a coach. To not just be there, like to be pushing them on the court, yeah. but just helping to develop their character. So huge, though. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, you know, to actually ask your other question, like, what was the low? Like? Low, yeah, yeah. Um, you Lose, know, losing Charlton. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry. Well, like I've always said, I don't mind losing lungs to one of my buddies and stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. We're all good, you know what I mean? It's like I didn't want to lose to somebody. I'm like, who's this person? Why well, I don't want to lose to them? <laughs> like, come on, man. Um, you know, and uh, but it's it was. I think you know, for me, the low. It, it's funny because. It's kind of early on, like when I started coaching, and I think those are the kind of things that drove me. Like I've got a bit of a obsessive compulsive personality disorder, so I've been told. So, but which is probably totally true. My <laughs> wife's like, yeah, everything about that is hundred percent. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, but it was it was like early on, and like seeing you know kids work and then and not reach that pinnacle and not being able to get over the hump. So I remember sure. it was one year had a really good boys team in Aston Meadows, and we just couldn't get. You know, we lost to Lincoln in the in the finals, the area finals, and we thought for sure we're going to regionals. And yeah. Like we had beaten them earlier in the round robin, oh, but they came the, back. Yeah. You know, so that and there was like same thing. I had a girls team was really strong. You know, we had beaten Castlemore over and over and over again. All of a sudden, we meet the semifinals and we lose by one. And it's like, what the heck? And 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 speaking of Unionville Public School, like they used to beat us every year. And I'm like, I'm done. Yeah. Right. I'm done. I'm done losing to them. And it was also a case where we literally had kids from different sides of the tracks, right? And yeah. it was like. You know, over here is like the wealthy kids, and at the time, like our demographic was not that. And, yeah. And and I'm like, I'm done losing to them. Like, yeah. it's not sending my kids a good message. They can beat those people, oh, right? And but I was like, but I took the responsibility. I'm like, it's on to me. Like, they're looking to me to get them prepared. Yeah. Right? To give them the tools and knowledge to be successful. I have to do that. I can't. You know, I can't. I, I think I learned as a coach that like you get frustrated as a coach because you can't dribble a basketball, you can't shoot it. Doesn't matter whatever oh sport, you can't do it. So that's the most frustrating part. That's so the then truth. it was like, okay, I need to change what I'm doing because I need to give them all the tools beforehand. I can't keep it and expect to give it to them in a game with that pressure, and they can make the adjustments. Yeah. They're still kids. Yes, forget, right. Yes. So that's where I kind of made that adjustment. I'm developing. And listen, I'm you know even my rep teams, I'm not the kind of coach that's gonna like, I'm not the punitive kind of coach that's gonna make you do push-ups and sprints and all that stuff. You're not listening and stuff like that. 
I try to get them to get that intrinsic motivation. It doesn't always work. Sometimes it's you got to go to that. That's fine. Yeah. It's fine. You got to go to that too. But I think you save it for when you really need it because now the kids know you're serious. Yeah. It's like the old thing you say. Like if, you, if you're standing in front of class and you're yelling at the kids all the time, yeah. when they actually do deserve to be yelled at, yeah. it's not going to do anything because you're, you're already yelling at them all the time, right? So so the same kind of thing with, with the basketball. But yeah, it was... And so that to me is, was, I guess, I guess my low point as a coach. And it wasn't, it's, so I, I look back and I'm like, man, I wish, like everybody does. I wish I know now. Cause I kind of feel like I let those kids down. I love this. This is work, an amazing right? part of the podcast. Yeah. But it's just like, but, but you, but you also think, but that's part of growth. That's part of my growth. Yeah. It was part of their growth. And I always, you know, I always give, you know, my shout outs to those kids who came before because they, because at least with their efforts, we got to a certain point yeah. and that got me excited about it and got me so excited, right? I don't know if I knew that, right? It was too low. So excited. Yeah, I got to work on that. But, but um, <laughs> you know, I'm working on it. I love it. So, yeah, it. so, but, but it does. And then, but, but it's also, I think, a good life. I, I always talk to those kids that I had previous yeah. and, and I say, you know, but here's part of life, right? Like we yeah. always look back and go, I wish I had known then. Yeah. So, hey, try to give yourself as much as you can know at that point. Yes. Right? But don't be afraid of those failures because you will learn from them and grow as yeah. long as you give that yourself that opportunity. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Please stay tuned for part two next week. As always, be great, be kind, everyone. Take care. Bye-bye.